Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions. If you're on TikTok, at Detail Supply App is where we are. Best way to get in touch, though, shoot me a text direct, 918-800-1188. Nick uh, can be found on the new uh, Vegas, uh, sorry, <laughs> the new HyperClean uh-huh. Nick. <laughs> the new yep. HyperClean Nick. At HyperClean Nick on IG. Yeah, on Instagram, uh, best way to still get in touch is uh, Nick at VegasRides.com. And Nick, a uh, little bit of confusion coming back today. I got to get the cobwebs out. Uh, still slow going, but uh, I, I am still not yet able to drink a beer. Um, but uh, I'm going to drink a bubbly, uh, nice little sparkling water. Are you uh, <laughs> into bubblies though? Like uh, actual bubbly? Or you have a yeah, bit of champagne? Uh, no, 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 no. I like uh, Topo Chico though. I mean, I've had that on the podcast a lot. So, um, but yeah, champagne. I mean, look, I can have it, but. I- I don't know what all the hubbub's about. I don't really like it that much. Yeah, I don't either. Makes it in with a little OJ every once in a while if you yeah. have a brunch, but you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not turning it down, but I'm not ordering it. Yeah, uh, Topo Chico, Topo Chico, definitely also one of my favorite. We both share in that. Yeah. Um. Sure. So a little bit of the cobwebs coming out. Last week we took off because well, I was down for the count. I mean, it, Corona hit me hard. And when it, we uh, just left for family vacation uh, <laughs> and, and took, this is the interesting part of being, uh, we went, drove to Lynchburg, Tennessee. And uh, the very first, within about two hours of us arriving, we knew, my brother-in-law and I knew we only had a small window if we were going to escape the family. And if you're in Lynchburg, Tennessee, you got to go to the Jack Daniels distillery. So, yes, sir. You know, me and him hopped in his truck, drove over, walked around. I got a really nice bottle of Jack, uh, some, I don't know, single this, something, I don't know. And uh, we drew, walked around there. They like, So it's a dry county, except at Jack Daniels Distillery. <laughs> you know? it's, hard to believe that the, it's hard to believe those still exist, but uh, where I grew up, there's actually some dry counties. Uh, where I went to college was a dry county. We had to drive wow. 30 minutes away if we wanted to get a beer. It's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah. It, it well, and it's even weirder in a town like that. And you go, okay, somebody's been taking care of somebody for many, many generations. <laughs> yeah, if they 100%. still get to have a dry county, unless yeah. you go to the Jack Daniels distillery, or there's a couple places there you could buy. Did you ever drink Lynchburg lemonades back in the day? Was that everything? Oh uh, yeah, you know what? I weren't they like small and they came in a four pack or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they I do still remember. have. They did have those there and I grabbed a peach one. I sent you that photo. Yeah. And, yeah, you did. And, and so me and my brother-in-law, we walked around, we're hanging out, we get some Lynchburg lemonades and we're cruising, you know, he's driving. So I'm drinking. And that's what they, it's funny. This is what the lady told me. She goes, all right, now you, you can't drink this outside, but if you're not driving, you can drink it in your, your truck. I'm like, okay, good deal. So, <laughs> oh, so what a world. What yeah. a world. 
we're cruising the back roads going back to the lake driving through this i mean and that part of tennessee is just gorgeous yeah for sure the rolling foothills there in tennessee and everything it just is a beautiful beautiful place and uh enjoying my nice drink and we get back to the uh cabin and listen i i i take about two bites of pizza and go to sleep for 15 hours i mean it hit me like a a pound, right? Like the people say that you get, it's like getting hit by a train. And it was like I, days and days and days of just agony and pain and just no desire to do anything like extremely, yeah. extremely tough. But Hey, I'm, uh, I'm at like 13 days or so. So, you know, at, at, when we celebrated that 10th day, I was out of the house. Like I had to get out. Like, <laughs> uh, so had a good Man. time, you know, kind of reunite with my daughters. They left today. Uh, they're now back. They're going to California. So they're back to the California state. Oh, uh, there you there go. For four or five years and uh, good to go. So uh, out to over kind of by LA, north of uh, San Diego, in between over there. Oh, uh, like Camp Pendleton. Camp Pendleton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's North, North County, San Diego. So I've been driving the Jeep, right? Um, you get girls now in in the car with you uh you know we were driving my my brother-in-law's vehicle while i had corona like uh corona some big theories when it first came out you and you did a really big job of coming on to the episodes and helping anybody that's in car care understand what quote unquote sanitization is uh yeah. anybody can go back and listen to those on the mists of uh miss of different things that people were saying there was all kinds of companies coming out with these wow to do cleaners that had sanitizers that were going to yeah. kill this virus and all that you know like crazy right and and yeah. you spent a lot of time and that was really the the birth of you and i starting to really interact and and grow because yeah. at, at that point right i think i was telling you and you hadn't like wow there's a lot of craziness out there Right? There's a, yeah. there's a I mean, lot of craziness, but you've been doing sanitization for now, what, 10 plus years in your business. Yeah. yeah. So we, we do some stuff with some laboratories, you know, where it was, it's necessary. They carry some dangerous materials, those types of things. Uh, so they had a necessity. It's been a long time client. It's very lucrative, but it's very dangerous because you can't make claims in that world that don't exist. The car care industry went through a really crazy time with Corona because I think it's something that's hurt the detailing business in my career is the get rich quick schemes. And we saw it and we saw quote unquote in air quotes, reputable chemical companies jump in. We saw quote unquote reputable trainers jump in people that have been doing it 30 years. I've been a, I've been a detailer. They lied. I mean, there's no other way to say it they didn't know how to sanitize a vehicle. They weren't going to solve that issue. They didn't understand the, the, the numbers and the uh, you know, they're not trademarks, but the, the CDC numbers that need to exist on your sanitizing uh, equipment and sanitizing chemicals and all of these different registrations that have to take place for you to actually understand if something sanitizes or not dwell time on the surface. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah people didn't of, realize the dwell time and how long it really took. And they would take these numbers and say it was part of this. I think there's EPA numbers, right? And it was part yeah. of this. But when you look at that registration, in the EPA, it has to sit for 10 minutes. And, yeah. and, and you're going, there's no way in hell that you can safely clean a vehicle and let it sit for 10 minutes. 
No. And, and, you know, then we had this whole steam debate. People were talking about steaming. Well, steaming can actually make surface uh, bonded contaminants worse because they make them airborne. And all of these things we were telling people, don't san- don't say you're sanitizing just because you have a steamer and all of this nonsense that was taking place. And I go back to what we said, hey, there's a real reason to disinfect interiors. There's a real reason to keeping interiors as clean as you can. Your car with or without coronavirus, with or without the flu, with, is a dirty place. And it's a bacteria and uh, bacteria filled place uh, because you have temperature changes. Think about this in the summer, your car gets super hot, then you cool it down, then it gets hot. Then it, guess what? That's, that's, that's bacteria haven right there with all of these different types of temperatures. And don't forget, you walk into the target, then you put your feet on the mat, then you put your hands that were in target on your steering wheel, and you touch all the buttons and your kids picking his nose in the back and all of these different types of things, right? Like, those are just the things that happen in the interior of a vehicle. And it's an epicenter for really, really disgusting things. And that's been shown by a lot of studies. There's always a reason to disinfect your interior. The coronavirus isn't one of the reasons. It's not a surface contaminant. It is airborne. Now we know that, which is why we never made the claims everyone else made. We didn't know enough. They were telling us it was going to survive on surfaces for six, eight, 12 months at the beginning. Very quickly, they found, hey, this stuff really doesn't live on the surface. You know, it's airborne, which is where the masks came in. And there was all kinds of information being sent out, misinformation, good information, all of the above. But as you rode in these cars, as you're now back in your Jeep, what is the rule of thumb you can use? Uh, Riding around in a very clean vehicle has benefits. Something I've been selling to families since I started my detailing business. Keep your interior as spotless as you can, because there are disgusting things that live in your car. And that doesn't change with coronavirus. It just makes it more apparent that you're riding around in a dirty car, I think. (laughs) Yeah. And the Jeep is not always so clean on the inside whatsoever. You know, doors off, top off. You've had a Jeep, you know, like it just, it is what it is, you know, but the truck that I have, you know, I do like to keep that interior clean. Um, The interesting part with the Jeep is, you know, I like after I've cleaned something is I like to put a little bit of dressing on, right? I like to take a vinyl that's been cleaned um, and then reinvigorate it with some nice silicone uh, to, <laughs> to enhance that, uh, enhance that darkness of the, uh, of the vinyl. Uh, to me, that's just the way I like it. And I, I'll you know, go through and wipe it back down a little bit so that, especially with the Jeep, so it doesn't stick. You know, as today we release Ultra Dress, uh, it's a fun day to to put out a new product in the market, uh, one yep. that we love that is also for the interiors, but great on the tires. You you like to use it on tires only, right? I mean, and you've yeah. got multiple types that you, you know, you the beauty of Ultra Dress is being dilutable and you dilute it out for your guys, depending on what type of tire. So what, yeah. how do you use it? What's your, what's your steps? So we've been... We've been fooling around with with this formula for six months, probably, right? I mean, we've been, been messing bit, with yeah. this pretty, pretty, pretty long. Uh, we basically carry a full strength for our higher shine customers that like their tires a little bit more higher shine. 
Then we have uh, a diluted bottle that's easy to spray, uh, bigger tires especially, uh, and we will dilute that anywhere between two and four to one, depending on that person or what that truck does more of. Uh, you know, but we do carry two bottles of dressing now because of this dressing. Higher shine, just leave it full strength. You know, just just leave it alone. Uh, if you want that lower shine, let's say you're somebody that that wants to dress engines and those types of things, okay? One of the things you could really do is that four to one and leave a really mad engine bay um, where it looks dressed. I would probably say three or four to one on interiors. We don't dress interiors, but you don't want to get into, in most cases, higher shine interiors, but you can give a rich look at four to one. I mean, this, this gallon of product could go really far for guys. You're a DIYer, you're a weekend detailer, or you're a bigger shop. You could get four gallons out of this one gallon if you like the matte look on everything, uh, if you just want to enrich it. But for us, I would say mainly we carry full strength in a squirt bottle with a squirt top to work on lower pro higher shine rims or higher shine tires that people want. And then we have a spray bottle and most of the time, that's three or four to one, depending on uh, the, the route that those guys have. All right. So have you ever been into, what about on your own vehicle or any vehicles that you've ever, never, never, you've never put dressing on the inside I, I, ever? I've, ha I've hated it when it was in vogue when we first started detailing. When we first started detailing, everybody dressed interiors because Armor All was a huge product back then. People Armor Alled their dash. They Armor Alled everything. Uh, and it was so, I just hated it. And the reason I hated it actually wasn't any other reason than trying to look out my windshield and seeing that shine. And, you know, if people never experienced high shine dashes, it it's miserable to try to drive. Um, so I just never liked it. And, you know, I didn't like the sliminess of it back then. Obviously that stuff's been taken away with the water-based formulas and the different types of ways that dressings are built. But I just can never get that out of my head. And so for me personally, I like perfectly good. And, and again, most of us are detailing leather interiors. Now leather or vinyl is, is the bigger. Uh, right. Used. I mean, few is actually leather. It's really a, a blend of vinyl leather, correct? Yeah. Well, actually now, yeah. I mean, look, if you look at Tesla, they're all vinyl. Uh, if you look at most, man, you know, most Chevys are half vinyl, a little bit of leather, Leather's going to go away and we're going to get to like a, a vinyl world. And, and you're right. Most are, are already there. Cloth seats are not really a necessity anymore. You don't see them that often, you know, not like we used to buy. I mean, used to have cloth everywhere. Uh, so if you look at it for me, I just have always liked the matte leather look clean, no shininess to it, you know, no dirt or contamination on it. I just always liked that flat, uh, leather look and so it dressings never appealed to me but there's plenty of guys and again it might be you know what cars you end up detailing you know that that dressing may be a necessity on a beat up interior you know we don't do a lot of that work so it, this is a great dressing for that though it, it this is something that could solve a lot of problems in somebody's business uh every single day you know you could have high shine tire dressing you could have low shine engine bay and interior dressing you could have high shine interior dressing i mean this is 
something that we want to get across about this product. This product is really meant for how you want to use it. And you need to really wrap your head around great dressings now should be fully dilutable. And that's what this product is, is that it's not hard to dilute. Uh, I kind of shared a story with you about, you know, some water dressings are very hard to dilute because of the thickness. This is meant for you need to use it to the best of, of whatever works for you. You know, and, and I think that's the coolest thing about the product. Yeah, um, I do. Like I said a second ago, I do like to dress the interiors and and it could be right. It could be the style of vehicles that I've, I've had. Uh, generally, though, if I'm going to clean sometimes and if, if I've cleaned somebody's vehicle and it just doesn't look very rich, like maybe, you know, it's set out in the sun for quite a bit or, you know, maybe that Good dash point. is starting to look just a little. I like to put some dressing. Um, now, the interesting part, as you and I have talked about, is the style in which I put on dressing or some other people put on dressing. Some of yeah. it's from, you know, the just the style, the way I started cleaning cars, plus going in through the car wash. Like, a lot of the way I'll do is I'll spray on the door, and then I'll go through and wipe it, because to me, it was just faster. I could just spray yeah. and then wipe and go. But that's definitely not kosher in today's detailing world. You, you know, you put it on the applicator, and then you wipe it on and really work it in. Uh, I like to put it, like I said, on dashes. I think it goes great. Like if you clean uh, cup holders that especially cup holders can get on a little bit of an older vehicle can get kind of some wear to them. I'd love to put dressing in that area or in the gear shifter area, any place like that. Uh, to me, I love now obscure places that most people don't put dressing. Um, and coming from somebody that loves to put dressing on, there's, there's some great places. Let me say the place that you definitely shouldn't is, <laughs> and if, and if, if you've ever done, I did it one time, I think I did some on, on my own vehicle. Just, I wasn't even paying. I, I think I was spraying down some mats or something. I just, I went and hit my brake real quick for, I, I don't know why, like I yeah. know not to put it on your brake, but I still did. And my foot slipped straight off of that thing. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit, I got to get this off of here. Like hey, definitely you know, don't put it on the brake. Another thing that people don't, uh, you know, kind of a quick tip sprayable dressings like ours can be sprayable you can use it in squirt form however you want to use it one of the crazy things about spraying dressings especially for the pros out there you know you got to make sure your guys don't actually spray the brake rotors you know because what will happen is and we've we've seen it happen in our business and everybody has detailed cars long enough is you'll start to see these specs on the brake rotors and what will happen is it'll start heating up. And a lot of times if the, if it interacts in, improperly with your brake pad, you'll get like a loud screeching noise or it'll start to affect the, the way the brake interacts with the rotor. So that's like one of the things that I've had to talk to my guys about over the years is like, Hey man, you can't be willy nilly spraying, especially now with how much rotors cost and how much everything costs. You, you're just like, Hey, you can't, you can't do that now it's kind of going away, you know, there's more carpeted uh, fender wells, but on some big trucks, my guys will spray a light bit of dressing on the fender wells, but plastic fender wells aren't as prominent as they were five, 10 years ago, because they're using it to deaden the sound. They're using those carpets to make it so that, you know, your ride is more quiet in, on in the interior. Uh, but yeah, I mean, fender wells is probably the, the only place we would really spray dressing. I, uh, I wondered, right? So thanks for that. I was like, I've always wondered why they started putting carpets. Cause to me, it's fucking annoying. Like that sound it, is, 
So that's what it is. It's, it's to help with the sound, huh? Yeah. That's, and like I said, you know, GM kind of thought they were doing something special and we're going to put this on the Escalade. Then everybody followed suit. And it's just kind of one of those weird things that caught on, but super expensive cars don't have that at all. So, you know, you can deaden sound in a different way. It was kind of like a, felt like a ploy to me, <laughs> you know, knowing what I know about cars is they just wanted to seem different and, you know, this was your big issue on your Suburban. I don't think it was, <laughs> you know, it, there was other issues to solve, but yeah, that was the reason. Uh, but, you know, like some Ford Raptors we take care of, will get beat up in the fender well uh, and they got that black plastic still up underneath there. And so we'll, we'll do some stuff like that. But I mean, our dressing is really, Hey, you're using this on the tire and that's it. Uh, for me, I find even fun little places uh, like door jams. I'd love to spray dressing on door jams. Um, not everybody cleans a door jam the same way. You know, I'm going to degrease that. I'm going to get that degreaser in there. I'm going to rinse out that door jam. And then while it's drying, I'll love to spray some dressing in there. I think it does great on the, uh, the hinges. I think it does great on any plastics that's, that's through there as, as like the cable connectors that they got that cover over the cables. Uh, a fun little place too that I like to put dressing on is the under part of a door. Um, the little seal part that yeah, goes seal. right through there. I love the way that dressing will take care of that area. Um, anything like that where I can re-moisture, revigorate someplace, I love to put dressing on. Uh, and the engines, right? Um, engines, I'm going to do that, that engine jam also. Not everybody sprays the engine jam. I'll spray the engine jam as well as a lot of times I'll spray that under part. If that part of the hood doesn't have a cover, you can spray that under part. Um, I do my dressing on engines while the engine's still wet. So yeah. I, I, I like to degrease, spray and rinse off, and then I'll spray down the dressing onto the engine. And this is always usually done for me at the beginning of my cleaning, right? Engines for me is literally probably the first thing that I clean. If the customer or myself, when I'm cleaning my car, if I look at my engine and go, okay, it's, it's time to give it a good once over. Um, I like to do that at the very first. And then I'll set my hood down so that not all the way, but set it down to where it just kind of sits there and let it just sit for the next part while I'm doing all my, the rest of my detail. And then many times that dressing, once uh, it kind of evaporates with the water and everything dries off, then you just take a nice little towel and just kind of, you know, touch up any places that might still have a little bit of moisture. Have you ever been into dressing engines or, or is it just straight? Yeah, so, um, you know, we don't do, uh, a bunch of engine bays. Um, but when we do, we use steam. If you work on, you know, some cars that we work on, water is not an option. Uh, you know, we have to use more of the wipe method and those types of things, but let's say, you know, let's just use an example. Let's say somebody brings you a truck. Uh, yeah, I would do similar to you. Uh, but then again, I would have to tell my guys, you know, let's watch where we're spraying the dressing. Let's say I'm going to go cut and, and polish a car. I don't want that dressing all over the, all over the paint. Now it's on my pads. Now it's on, you know, so that, that's the funny thing about engine bays is that if I was going to cut and polish, I don't know that I would dress them at the beginning. Uh, it's the best way to do it because the, the dressing gets time to, to dwell and you can see things, but I always hated introducing dressing around a car that I was going to polish. So I would clean the rims, clean the rubber, 
uh, clean all the plastics, do a full decontamination wash and, and clay bar. And I would get to my polishing step. The engine would be clean, but I always hate spraying anything with any type of dressing properties when I'm going to go polish and, and cut a car. So um, if I was just going to do like a basic clean, let's say a wash and decon and maybe, you know, the old wash and wax type service or whatever, then I would have no problem with it. But if I go to cut a car, I, I hated spraying that stuff anywhere near. I didn't want anything to affect me getting to naked paint, if that makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. The thing I would suggest to people too, when they're doing engine dressing is one of the, I see is sometimes they'll just go and just spray and just spray it up like this. And then they'll shut it down. Right. And it's like, no, hold on. You can't just get the top, right? Like yeah. it's going to be noticeable on those dark plastics. You have to make sure you get full angled around down yeah. up, move it all around and everything like that. Now the, the most obscure place that, I don't know that I ever really hear anybody, especially in, you know, the, the car care industry that's putting out products, right? I still have yet to hear anybody else say this. So I get to say, this is my little technique. Uh, I didn't learn it on my own. I learned it walking through a dealership and uh, one of our regular, you know, customers and, and I'm walking through and I, I'm looking and going, why is there dressing up? What the, and he's sitting there spraying dressing all over the carpets, all over the floors. And I go, Ray, like, what are you doing, man? He goes, oh, it's got pet hair. And I go, yeah, but why are you spraying dressing on the floors and on the pet hair? He goes, oh, well, the silicone really helps release the static between the pet hair and the fiber of the carpet. And I go, really? Never heard that. Wow. And he goes, yeah, watch this. And you can. A lot of times you can spray, and then you just take your air, and the air, you can just shoot all the pet hair right out of the carpet, especially use what we like to sell that vortex tool. It yeah. really helps as you're going through. And we did, we've done plenty of videos and we'll put out more, especially now as we, we release more uh, videos demonstrating the dressing is if you have pet hair, like it's an amazing job to spray dressing down. Now that is not kosher not kosher in most of the car care industry, right? Like yeah. this is definitely a, uh, 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 volume play is a volume play. It's a uh, practical play. Um, yeah. but it's a non uh, traditional play. Uh, yeah. and it'd be tough, you, know, you know, and again, this is where pet hair, you know, not to get off on a tangent. If somebody's bringing you a car that's destroyed with pet hair. Okay. And let's say you're a shop, you do a lot of cars you got to find an efficient way to get pet hair out. Right. So it's not something for us in my business. Cause I told you, we, we just hit people over the head for pet hair removal. Like I'm not going to have my guys sweating in the heat and, and working hard on pet hair removal and not get everybody paid, so to speak. Um, but if you're a volume shop, you gotta, th that's a great trick for somebody that's maybe doing dealership work for somebody or, you know, it, what kind of residue does it leave for a regular customer's car though would be my question yeah no it um it, it doesn't leave it doesn't make the fibers stiff by any means right you know that happens when you got too much caustics so if somebody's spraying an apc on a carpet and then not extracting it back out or using water to pull it out um, that really stiffens the fibers, but so we're talking, you know, some silicones, some solvents, some different things that go into dressing, but it's mostly a lot of water. Um, and so no, it, it doesn't do anything negative 
the to the carpets and actually kind of helps invigorate you can see is you're going to put silicone down on something it always helps invigorate and enlighten and brighten up um there is some theory that some people and this is funny over the past couple of years as i started talking about dressing multiple other people have started to put it on and they go wow i mean it's really cool what it does for carpets actually Cool. Yeah, no, I think it's a great tip. I mean, it's like you said, it's an obscure thing that people would never talk about. Yeah, ever. All right. So uh, this month is, well, it's National Health Month. And uh, coming out of Corona, definitely, uh, you know, good information on, you know, cleaning a vehicle, just making sure that your vehicle is clean. Uh, I'm with you, man. I'm so glad that we did not jump on the wagon, like you're, you said it right. I mean, there was national trainers that at first were telling you to go close your doors and then they come out with PPE and the special spray from the company that they represent that, you know, it's going to now be the thing to kill Corona. You know, we didn't jump on that. We didn't try and mislead people. We stick straight to what we believed as detailers on how to properly clean your car and yep. keep it clean. Yep. Um, Inside of the car, though, we've got some health concerns. And as detailers, people that clean cars, whether that's, you know, you're doing it on the weekend, doing it full time, either way, there's a lot of health concerns that can come out of being around the car care industry. So over this next month, we're going to each put out a tip, suggestion, one way that we would give, you know, hey, make sure that you keep a little bit of healthiness to yourself. So oh, yeah. uh, your tip for uh, this week? Yeah, my, my tip would be, uh, I see too many mobile guys not wearing a hat. You know, uh, I'm not saying get, you know, the biggest hat you can find. And you know, that makes you feel awkward. But even a baseball cap can go a long way uh, of keeping the sun off your face. And I know most of my guys wear hats, I wear a hat every day. Uh, the bottom line is, is that, you know, skin cancer and those types of things in your face are no joke, you know, no joke anywhere, but you know, most of us aren't going to be in long pants and long sleeves. So I think that's a bit much to ask people working in the heat, but you know, if you're outside, man, put a hat on, you know, whether it's a bucket hat because you like it or it's a baseball hat or whatever, uh, it can go a long way. And, you know, we're all guilty of kind of overlooking some things with our health and when we're detailing a car, but you know, putting a hat on every day, uh, you know, I, I think could help a lot of guys. Uh, yeah, I would be a, a testimony <laughs> to that. I've got a spot right here that is yeah. just discolored from the rest of my skin. Um, you know, it not, not concerned about it now, but everybody's said, as you get older, that's going to become to, to be a yeah. concern, uh, multiple other older detailers. And then there's some that are, uh, you know, there are some few unicorns that are still out there that are, you know, late fifties, early sixties. Um, there was a guy that posted in a group the other day that he was having a little section, another section removed from his forehead. And, and in my young twenties, I loved that, you know, I love summertime because I got this oh, yeah. beautiful, nice tan and I look <laughs> yeah. super fucking good. Cause I was like yeah. golden. It's like, yeah. I mean, that's just what I loved. But as you get older, there is no doubt. So very good suggestion and, you know, and, or, you know, making sure your whole body's covered in some type yeah. of uh, sunscreen to keep that off. Cause it does begin to age your skin and it does begin to have some problems. So good suggestion. 
Uh, mine, I'm going to play off of uh, Derek from DJD Detailing. Uh, <laughs> this past week on the Community Pub, we did a non-recorded uh, version where, because I was just, I was still out of it. I was in a rough shape. And there was one time in the in the pub, uh, I think later they were like, Marty, are you around? Like, because I, like, <laughs> I kind of like laid down and just turned on the computer. And uh, we had a really great time, though, uh, guys talking back and forth, which is what the pub is about. It's, it's to get on, drink a beer, and shoot the shit, you know, like you're at the pub with your buddies. And uh, we just all happen to be around the car care industry. And uh, Derek gave a suggestion because it was something that he had been dealing with, and it was to put on knee pads. And uh, <laughs> so as you can imagine, inside of a uh, dude's drinking beer and somebody else brings out that you should wear knee pads. Yeah. Uh, what do you need knee pads for? How, you know, how often are you using these knee pads? And yeah. it, it, was a, it was a good, fun joke, but it became, uh, and as Derek, uh, we've seen videos of him, you know, he's got, they're, they're not like I thought of originally when you think knee pads, right? You think like construction worker knee pads, those, yeah. those are hard coarse ones that, you know, wrap yeah. around the outside and they look big and bulky. And these aren't, these are like these little slip-on gel cushion type stuff that he recommended. And you watch the videos of him doing stuff and, you know, he's bending down, no problem. Uh, Alex, who comes on to the community pub, he, uh, he's a detailer up in the Northeast. And uh, we, we joked back and forth a bit about it until the other day, he sends me a message and he goes, you'd never believe what happened. I, I had to dig a couple of pebbles out of my knee. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like okay, I don't know if he's going to go get some knee pads or not, but uh, that That's would be awesome. a good health tip, uh, you know, from Derek at DJD Detailing and anybody else that wants to hop on the community pub, love to have you. It's on Wednesday nights at 7.30 Central. So Nick, uh, this has been a fun episode uh, any last, um, you know, thoughts about Corona inside a vehicle last, uh, any suggestions, uh, tips, tricks, anything? No, I think we, we did it at the time. And, you know, I know a lot of people have been following us since then. That's kind of when we hit our stride, uh, with all of this and, you know, look, man, keeping a clean car interior should be something that, that a, if you're a car owner listening to this, if you're a detailer, it should be the focus of our industry. I know that it isn't. And I know that we all love paint correction and that's what hooked us and making your car look great. And, but there, there's some practical things that you should be doing with your car and keeping the interior as spotless as possible 24 seven is going to be the leader in that because, you know, coronavirus, flu, bacteria, everything is in the car. And you're, remember, you're always, you're leaving your home to get in the car. You're leaving your office, you're getting in the car. It's the only thing that connects you to everything in our society, unless you're in a, in a city where you take public transit. So think about how many places you walk into, then get in your car. It's always the intermediary place of you going somewhere else that, you know, again, and I always tell my customer this, if you go to your office and somebody's sick and you sit in your car, and then you go to your house, you've brought your office with you without knowing it. And that's the weird thing to think about when it comes to your car. Your car is this connection to all these different places. So the cleaner you can keep your car, I guarantee your, your family's health, your health, everybody's will be better because you don't realize how many times you're getting in from a dirty place into your car. Well, good points, man. All right. Have a great week. Thanks as always for your time and what all you put out for everybody here at the community. All right, brother. Talk to you. See you, man.
for listening to that episode. And if you got any value out of it, hey, go share it. Go let people know what you heard on the Pints of Polishing podcast. And listen, if you want to leave us a review, we would love that. You know, five star, one star. Hey, whatever you think we deserve, if you would leave us a review, greatly appreciate that. And thank you so much for being a part of community.